This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Yeah, yeah, this is Killer Cow, and you're not rocking with nobody if you ain't rocking with my man Phil and Bob. Tissue in the Tape Podcast, and you better respect them heat holders, because we said so. If it's a problem, we make a move. Somewhere it's the world's famous TITT is home team in the motherfucking house. No question. As always, it is I Davis backwards and who state your name, gangsta? Philmatic three sixty five, aka girl dad with a mama mentality. You That's right, know? man. That's right, man. Salute, man. R.I.P. to uh, to Kobe, to Gigi, and definitely everybody uh, that was involved in that tragedy one year ago. Uh, we are recording this uh, with with heavy hearts. Not only um, thinking about them, but also just, man, 2020, man. You know, it just seemed like that was almost like the precipice of things, bro. <laughs> man, it was like that happened. Like, and then it was like the world just went crazy after that for a lot yeah, of Yeah, man, it was, it, it, it just, it, yeah, like you said, it was like the, the jump off point for, for all types of shenanigans for 2020. And um, yeah. Yeah, man. Let's leave that back there, though, man. We got, we no, got, definitely. we got one tonight, yo. No, we definitely do. So this is a, the part that's actually cool because we we are here, and we of course are, uh, you know, representing our families, representing our friends, our followers, our audience. Yes, sir. But we have someone here, man, that we've known for for decades, and we we definitely are excited to have this conversation. So, um, without any further ado, Philmatic, you normally do the intro, but I've prepared. It's all you, bro. Listen. <laughs> To the show, ladies and gentlemen, tissue and the tape, uh, listeners, man, we have someone that, like I said, we have known for decades. We don't, we don't say that like Facts. throwing that out there, like literally decades. Um, his name is is Killer Cow. That's what he goes by, but right. other people know him as the Animal. Yup. Right. When you hear Zow right. on a track, you got to know that that's him as well. Right. If you ever played ball behind Harkness Hall uh, on, on Hampton <laughs> University's campus, you might know him as Bucky Lefty. Already, you might man. know him as that. Um, if you if you purchase his last uh, project, you might know him as Killer Cow Ripkin. And it fits that's because tough. it's literally no days off. This is a man that's done, that's done eight shows in five days or less. Yeah. Like that, that's already Damn. crazy. Um, and then if you follow him on uh, Instagram, uh, you might know him as the Kill Switch as well. But again, we know him as family. But to everybody else, we are introducing Killer Cow. What's up, brother? Let's go. Dope introduction, bro. I've been on a lot of podcasts, man. <laughs> that was special, man. I think it's because y'all my brothers and y'all my family, man. man but listen, happy man. to be here. I'm proud of y'all, man. We appreciate it. Proud man. of you proud too, of you, man. Likewise. Man. Yeah, we got we got a we got a deep affinity for what you're doing. Like I said, we're gonna take this opportunity to introduce you 
uh, to people that aren't familiar, and then for all our people that that do know you, um, I can I can certainly take this moment to speak for you and, and let you know that they are proud of you as well, man. man so, so love. Thank you, bro. Um, Phil, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't take this opportunity to give a, give a shout out to some of the other brothers that we've had from Hampton University that yeah. have been on the show. Oh, um, man, you know we got we got an extended family, man. Uh, let, let's start let's start with the with the thoroughbore, uh, Mister Straight Fire himself, DJ Rick G's, who's yeah. a, uh, who's a uh, three time Tissue in the Tape alumni, yes, sir. one of, one of the best yeah. DJs in the world. Excluding nobody. Of course, anybody that's ever listened to this show from the beginning up until now, our brother Verse, uh, yeah. he was a couple years behind us, uh, but he's representing the DMV, the area as well. Yes, he was yes. on episode 223, and then someone that Phil and I, and I know Cal, uh, respect to the highest regard. This is one of the smartest people I have ever met in my life, and I love Never him. Lie. Silas Grant Jr., man, Ooh. he was he was on episode um uh, 219 and, and it's funny because he spoke so highly of cal like cal if you heard some of the things that he said about you bro wow. you would really understand how people feel about you man that and, that, wow. and that's coming from the realest dude that i know wow. the real bro, mayor <laughs> the real mayor of dc the real mayor it's gonna so, happen yeah, no, oh, oh, we no, started sorry. off the show. That's how we yeah. introed him. Yeah, yeah. The future mayor of Washington, D.C. Yeah. We're going to see it in our lifetime. But I'm telling you, bro, the, the things that he said about you, man. Wow, bro. He, I mean, it, again, that That's just brother, all, all love. No all question. Love. So, so again. Man, listen, the, the one thing that, two things that Cal had, man. Cal had this connectivity personality, man. It just bring people together. And Cal had this energy that was just, everybody was attracted to him. Infectious. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it, infectious, man. I remember we were, so at the time there was a real underground type of go-go circuit happening in Hampton, right? Yeah. Where like, you know, the way that guys from up north would be DJs and rappers, there were like bands at ODU and Norfolk State and Hampton, right? And I remember going to a show with this band that was called Underground. And Dave and I were like, yo, Kyle's gonna be in that band. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, he was in the band. And then, you know, if you guys are familiar with Go-Go, they're like three to four mics. And the guy who runs the band is called the lead mic. And we were like, man, Kyle's gonna be the lead mic of that band. And everything that we said, we could just see it happening. And he's never been a guy who's been pushy He's never been a guy to like really politic for himself. People just magically get out of the way and let him assert himself into the position. And I'm gonna tell you something, in go-go history, Kyle is already like one of the greatest. That's amazing. Like, really, bruh. I mean, I, there are legends that I've seen on record. Like, yo, if I had to start a band, one of my frontline guys has to be Killer Kyle. These mm. are like legendary people yeah. in the game that have been That's like, yeah, give me Kyle, man. So I remember riding around with him, man, listening to music and just seeing how he he loved the music. But then the other part, he was a mass media major. So like he understood like microphones and like sound and enunciation. Yeah. And that's the part that he brought to the game, man, on a local level. And then we started rapping. It's just like a double-edged sword, man. He can kill you either way. And it's, it's 
culturally in Gogo, the, the the second mic is normally the rapper. And you have some rappers who would take rhymes from like other rappers. Man, I've seen Kyle go for like 12, 13, 14 minutes just freestyling. Yeah. Like they, they put a beat on and he just go. Yeah. So man, he he's doing his thing. Man, so salute to him. We're about to uh, actually get the uh, tissue and the uh, tape uh, audience familiar with uh, Killer Kyle. About to- tissue and the tape on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. The new voice in hip hop. Respect heat holders. Everybody, as you can see, this is a love fest here. But but besides that, we really just want to just get into this because this is an important conversation we're having with somebody that is trailblazing. Somebody you, that brother. is really setting a legacy. So without any further ado, um, I I got to say this. Mm-hmm. So Lifetime Channel, they come out with <laughs> biopics, right? Right. <laughs> they recently had one with Salt and Pepper. Absolutely. And a lot of times you'll look at it and you'll see, man, does this person have an a, a iPhone 8, an iPhone 12 <laughs> in this? And this is supposed to be the, the you know, the <laughs> 80s or the 90s. Fact. So, so yeah. to keep that from happening from anybody that might want to make a biopic about Killer Cow one day, mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you some some questions to make sure that we set some things straight. Okay. <laughs> if if yeah, anybody's man. writing an article about you, <laughs> anybody's making a a, a lifetime, uh, you know, a movie about you, if anybody's doing anything that's regarding what makes you you we want to make sure that they yeah. know exactly what to do so we don't have you no know problem they, yeah they, they have we, we, DJ we want control. salt and pepper not <laughs> not uh not paprika and tarragon <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah, I, don't know, I don't know what the hell they be doing on lifetime though yeah, yeah so lifetime, we, we, we gotta lifetime set the record crazy. straight yo Le- lifetime lifetime's crazy, out, of, out of his mind um their heart's in the right place but it's just, right no, you know, because they they give they giving a lot of people the bag, so you gotta you gotta respect that. They give to make films, but they be gotta, like they be like Phil Phil, you could play Bobby Brown, yo. Come on, right? They give they anybody like a, a shot. Um, on on the Aaliyah story, they had like a six six Dame Dash. I was like, <laughs> damn. Yeah, so they they giving people a shot. You can't yo, say they ain't try. Yo, where 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 they are they the makers of Flex's Michael Jackson? Oh, yo. I hope not, man. That was an all time worst. Uh, Yo, that that, 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 that's the worst uh selection of a <laughs> sure yeah that Yo. one was one of the worst but but so okay so so that so that we can set this the record straight we're calling this stick to the script okay i'm gonna ask you a couple questions to just break the ice and just let people know what they should know about killer cow dope wardrobe essentials starting from look you look i thought i had brims phil I yeah. thought I had brims. I thought you had brims. No, man. Not, not, y'all got, y'all I got, got brims, bro. I got, I got one right here. Not like, yeah. not like that, man. Not bro. like this guy. So, so again, so we already know wardrobe essentials. We already know the hat is got. Yes. You know, but yeah, so tell us your wardrobe essentials, man. If somebody's making, you know, a biopic about you, what, man, what do they have to get get straight? Y'all definitely got the first one right. Um, I definitely always got to have a hat. It's a part of my persona. Um, under the hat is just a bald head. You ain't missing nothing. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> um that and shout out to rock nation for the hat sponsorship as well young guru the whole crew oh, uh see, you know, my man look, look at the look at the, the let's the go, lights, the lights <laughs> let's let's go. go. Um, um as far as apparel um i like to perform in black i love to perform in black i don't know why it's just something anytime you see me out performing it's probably gonna be a lot of black or you know something black and red or those are my colors um, the, bread, the bread colors man you can't, bread you can't lose away, bread, man. man. already man you know what I'm saying? We grew up on that mic, man. That's right, yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? The goat. So the goat. So um, I got black and red. I got the hat. 
um, definitely a watch of some sort, a nice watch. Uh, and more than likely, if it's not New Balance, you're going to see some Jordans. We'll have some, 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 some basic ones, or I might get into the collection. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go, go to the, go to the, uh, that, that top shelf selection. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So we we got that covered. So if if they're, if they're making this, they got it. That that's simple. They they can get that pretty that's easy. Easy. All right. right, all right. So um, if they if they're if they're saying a Washington football team game that you attended, which one would you want for them to depict? Dallas. Mm, which one? Uh, any like any like any game that's already passed? Yeah, like it has there, has there been one one with Dallas that you've been to? Yeah, like one yeah. standout uh, game. Definitely. Um, we played Dallas in 2018. I think uh, we still had Captain Kirk. And um, I got tickets to that game because I did the intro oh. for the skins that year. And um, that See? was a dope game. That was a dope game. We won that game. It was for the it – was, it was to get into the playoffs. And we won okay. that year. So that, that game okay. would be special for me. Look, I think I just posted that on my Instagram. If you check my Instagram, okay, we gotta check that out. A couple days ago, man, we 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 gotta uh, shout out to my man Tony Franchise, man. We gotta link them up, man. That's yeah. like like yeah, our, our one, guy, one of the big huge, one of the biggest uh, football fans. team fans. Uh, yeah, I gotta yeah. get with him. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's, he's, he's that's, doing that's some big brother. things out there too. Yeah. Uh, North, oh. Norfolk State alum, man, good dude. Oh, oh um, um, speaking of Kirk, man, he probably had one of the best bars of the last twenty five years. You like that? You like that. You like you that. Like that. Yes. You like that. All right. Um, the rowdiest go-go event that you performed at. Man. The rowdiest go-go event that I performed at would be probably at a place called the CFE. Um, mm. it, it holds about 800 people. Um, Friday night. About 2010, 2011, I'm with the what band, and every five minutes, just a fight, just like, <laughs> so we'll play, next thing you know, we stop, somebody gets, a female gets knocked out, they get dragged outside, play, men stop fighting, play, it's a group fight, like, just one of them nights, I'll never forget, so, CFE, wintertime, 2011, everybody would know what night I'm talking about. So, Look, yeah. and that, that's a movie, too. That That's great for a Facts. movie. <laughs> that's no, a movie man. For sure. In any venue with initials, you already yes. know what time, exactly, what time, what time it's going to be, man. Exactly right. Any any venue with initials is sketchy, bro. All right. Um, Your right hand, who, whoever it is. Who's a, who's your right hand in this biopic? Man. Man, I got a right and a left, but... You can give between, both. You can give both. Shout, shout them both that, out. That, um, I would say between TJ and Silas. Um, TJ is somebody I grew up with as a kid. We played Boys and Girls Club together. Uh, stayed in touch middle school, high school. I walk out freshman uh, freshman first week. We're going to meet our big brother and big sister. And he's coming down the street and I'm walking up the street. <laughs> and we see each other. <laughs> And we lock in from there. So TJ, that's my bro, and Silas, man. Um, I actually met Silas in college, and we've been tight, man, since college. I mean, like, just an extraordinary dude. Um, you know, I only can hang with people that got the same ethics and morals that uh, like me. You know, like, if you don't move like me, we, we probably not gonna we're not gonna blend. So 
I, I think we like a spitting image of each other. It's just two different extremes. Like I turn way up and Silas is he got a little limit on his turn up, but he gonna get you <laughs> either way. Cause he's so smart. So he got he got the smart side covered. So um nah, no question, I would say TJ man. and Silas. No Definitely. question, TJ and Silas. Like I said, man, smartest dude I know. <laughs> Absolutely. No question. <laughs> so, I mean, you can attest to it. Phil Phil is yeah, in the grand for this. So, yeah, so yeah that, that's solid. Um, you hear people say this all the time. Your why. Who would who would be your why in this biopic? Your why for, for what you do, man. My why. It, it, um, it doesn't just have to be one person. It could be a group or whatever. Yeah. Well, I would say um, with me, um, I've lost a lot of my family on this journey. So I lost my mom, my dad, grandma, grandfather, uncles. Like I've lost a lot. So I would say my why would be my family. Um, even up to my current, even up to my family, my own personal family uh, with, uh, you know, Natasha and Coy and Janaya. That's my family for them. So all of my family would be the why for that, bro. Yeah, right. no doubt. That's always stand up. That's always, man. Um Definitely. So, so also in, in this particular case, uh, it could be the same thing, but mentor and then a mentee, somebody that, that's kind of pushed you along or somebody that you're pushing along. Definitely. Um, I would say mentee. Hmm. Mentee. Because, hmm. like, we see, we see you giving a lot of game as far yeah. as, you know, just yeah, you know, so trying to really keep people on that path and... Just even outside of music and just to yeah. keep it in the same realm, I would just say my son, man, because um, he 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 started out in this world a little hard. He was a preemie, okay. So uh, he was he was he came real early, like he was only one pound and some ounces, and uh, they said he wasn't gonna make it. And as soon as he came out, they flew him to another hospital, and he was in an incubator for like six months. You know, we had to feed him through a tube, and now he's five eight. He's thirteen. He's like five eight tall skinny muscular he got you know he's getting cut right so i would say my son um would be somebody i'm bringing up somebody that bought me up i would have to say uh man i had so many good mentors man um man i would have to say uh that's a good one one of my first bosses at my job a guy named lamont mahone he taught me a lot about professionalism and uh even though I, I kind of had my stuff together, he just told me how important it was coming out of college to step it up to a big boy level when it comes to being professional, being on time, uh, looking like something. You know, some of the stuff our parents tried to teach us that we didn't never take seriously. And, and when it's yeah. time to turn it on, he, he told me, no, it was about time to turn it on. So um, I, w- I would give a shout out to him. It was instilled in you already. You just needed to just be unlocked. Right, right, right. <laughs> and plus, you know, y'all know how it go. When you hear it from a stranger, you're like, Okay. Okay. Yeah. We've been we taught the whole time. Party opinion. Exactly. It was taught the whole time at home, but we got it. Uh, best best memory at Hampton. I know you got several, but like. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I want to say, man, the ones you can talk about. Oh my goodness! Don't 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 uh, don't incriminate yourself. It it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to involve the harbors either. Got you, because you know I had a (laughs) I had a controversial spot in the harbors, right? That thing was man. That we was had 30, spot. 40 people in that apartment, right? That, at any that was time. the spot. Man, man. Y'all couldn't, y'all couldn't. Right. Have, everybody had COVID in that joint now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, I would say uh, one of my one of the times I remember, besides some of the basketball times behind Harkness, we had some great basketball stories behind Harkness. 
So it's no too question. many of those to name. No question. But, um, but I would say the night that I had, for people that don't know, I was in a go-go band in Hampton. Um, they paid a lot of my bills. We would play at a lot of the colleges, North Carolina, um, South Carolina, Virginia Union, all the Virginia colleges, and even my college, we would play during the week. And I think one weekend, I looked out in the crowd and I saw my T-neck homies. I saw Ivan and like every, like the whole yeah. Jersey, New York crew, yeah. some of the Philly to crew. Tony, and the, Tony, cool. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Like, oh man, like to see that, I just was like, wow. Like, That's love. We, you know that they not really fully engulfed in the culture, but you know that they come in to rock with you. They come in to rock with me because they rock with me. You know what I'm saying? What I'm doing. And that right there, like, I'll never, ever forget that. You know what That's I'm saying? Dope, that, that, that meant a lot. That's dope. All right, we got a couple more, man. This this is for us 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 guys that love you know the area, but don't necessarily know how to move sometimes. So, right, go to restaurant, man. Where should we be going when we visit, man? Man, well, if we were a little younger, I would point you out to one of the dopest carryouts with the dopest mambo sauce and and all, and all the DC flavor. Right. I would say I would say Ben's Chili Bowl if we were a little younger, but man, I think I think I think Maestro's. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Or Joe's Crab House between 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 Maestro. I think Maestro's Steakhouse would be the spot I would tell everybody to you know hit up and make sure they get in there. I, I didn't know if you was gonna say uh, the penthouse, the old penthouse. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> We're not ready for that. Definitely Maestro's or Del Fristos. Maestro's or Del Fristos are, for our group, man. We, we got you. We, Yo, we, we got a little ratchet with us, but we, we sophisticated. So. Gotcha. What was the joint that we, we we went to like All Star Weekend? And I oh, went. so it yeah that that was the, yeah, the little the, yeah it's a so little they, chicken they, spot. They, it used to be uh, wing. It was way up Georgia. It was way up okay. Georgia, past the penthouse. Um, on the left. Um, uh, on the, man. the Eddie Leonard's. Nah, I know. No. Nah, nah. It was this, like this joint. This joint was like straight carry out. Like you couldn't yeah, even. You couldn't. And all it did was chicken and fries. It chicken like. and fries. That was it. Damn. Yeah. Oh, I no. can't. I can't think of the name of this. I mean, this, this, I, this was like all stars. This was almost twenty years ago. Yeah, I, I mean, it was forever ago. But I just yeah. remember we we were only there like like two days really. Yeah. And we went there like six times. Nah, as a fact, it it, it wasn't that far from the penthouse. I tell you that. See, that's what yeah. I was thinking. They gotta be yeah, in that little it was, area. It was in it was in that little spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then last thing, man, obviously with any biopic, any story about you, man, uh, the moral of the story, what would you want for that to be? Like for people to walk away from, you know, the story man, of Killer Cow. Um, just mainly that man, I just show love, man. Like it's all love. Like I see negativity with what I do, you know, and being in rap and being in go-go, it gets competitive. I think I've done an excellent job with staying out of drama and kind of deflecting the negativity that comes with it. Um, a lot of people have been doing this for a long time, but I, I understand that a lot of people don't have my accomplishment, but that doesn't mean I'm better than anybody. Um, I just think I got some good breaks and I work hard and I got blessed, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, it can happen with anybody. So I, I just always want to be known as the guy that just showed love. I, I try to help as much as I can. I'm an open book. Um, and once I see you as a friend and once I see you support me, I think y'all can attest to that. I love you for life. We fam. You no know questions. Saying? No so questions. That's my thing. That's, 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 a great, that's a great story. I would watch that. How about you, Phil? Already. So, already, already, man. Like, yeah. who, who, hold on. Hold on. Who, who, you would, who would you get to play you, though? Uh, <laughs> see, I'm a big guy. So, um, dang, man. Who's some big guy actors, man? 
So so look with with, with us, you don't have you don't have, you can say Clint Porter's man. <laughs> Clint Port, they used to call me. They used to say LeBar Arrington looked like my brother. Yeah, see, yo, <laughs> see, yo, oh, I would man. get, I would get, I would get LeBar Arrington to play. That man, was though. Big Cal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> he he, he got a great personality too. He would knock it out. Definitely, I get LeBar Ice Cube for me, bro. Not cute, of course. So. All right, so man, we got through that, man. For everybody that that doesn't know, now you know this is Killer Cal. He's rocking with Phil and I. We are the heat holders. This is tissue and the tape. All we right. are excited to to continue with this conversation. Um, it's almost like, man, where do we start? But I, I know where I want to start, man. You you've been affiliated with two of probably the most legendary brands in a particular yeah. not only genre but a culture. Right. You've been affiliated with him. Now, now obviously for, for those when we put the video out, you'll see that he's got the, the RE on now. He's representing mm -hmm. that rare essence. But you also you also got some um you know some experiences with backyard too. Some people Definitely. some people haven't even had the experience with one and you have extensive, you know, history with, with both, man. Tell us about that, man. That's forty years of excellence on both brands that you've been a part, you know, part of, a part of. Talk to us Definitely. about that, man. What does that mean? Oh man, it means a lot, man. I mean, coming from this area, um, you know, y'all got to see the groundwork being put in in school um, by me just taking a love to the culture and just wanting to spread the culture. You know, the go-go culture is unique, man. Um, DC is very selfish with the culture. So yeah. when you try to break out, they try to pull you back in. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to get it out. But once you, you know, you do what you need to do and once you get some hits and some songs and some notoriety and people can put a face to what you're doing, it's easy to get it out. Um, I, I was happy enough to be bought in by Junkyard Band when I first came home. They took me under their wing. Junkyard Band, for people that are listening, was the first go-go band signed to Def Jam back in the 80s. They were signed to Def Jam with the Beastie Boys, LL Cool J, that whole crew. Crush Groove, that whole crew. Run DMC, they were right there with them in the movie. So yeah. um, to be embraced by Junkyard and then move on to the What Band, which was a branch off of Northeast Groovers, that was my band. Um, I, I played with Backyard. I played with Every band you could think of, I feature with every major band. Um, me and Big G from Backyard had developed a crazy relationship. Like he checks in with me, I check in with him. Very hardworking brother, um, dope mentor in the game. He's taught me a lot and showed me a lot when it comes to just hard work and staying determined. And then, I mean, the brand, man. When you think of Go Go, you think of DC. Since 1976, Rare Essence has performed every single week up to the pandemic 40 wow. years of performing every week in and out of town three or four nights a week performing 45 years non-stop until the pandemic so i mean that's just within itself overnight scenario locket movies uh magazines newspaper dc hall of fame musically uh lifetime achievement award we got uh when I joined the band, luckily we were the first band, the first go-go band to play South by Southwest. Um, we did that twice. The second time we did it with Wale. Yeah. Um, man, very rarely do I reflect on this stuff. Now that I'm talking, yeah. Now that I'm talking about this stuff, I mean, I'm, I, when you're busy working, you don't realize it, but it's a lot. So, um, yeah. Damn, that's dope, man. I'm, I'm glad I'm saying this with y'all. But um, yeah, it's just dope, man. Um, just playing, being a part of that that unit, man, and the alumni that came through there, the hit makers. Um, that RE family tree, man, it just, it feels good when you can type in your name on the computer 
and you just see the long list of your accomplishments and, and match them up with RE's accomplishments and you just a part of the legacy and um that's important to me. Yeah man that that like what I for people that I, I have to put it in perspective for people that understand this is like you know backyard rare essence this would be like you know playing for for the Lakers and the Celtics. <laughs> and, and, and I mean it would be like everybody knows what they've done in the league, you know, you know they've won, you know, 50% of the championships and right. you know that is, you know, you know that is what you come from. That's that's your uh your lineage, you know, so definitely, definitely I so so for people that's outside of DC, that's that's the reference point. If you, if you that's, that's it's the Lakers it's Great the Lakers job. and the Celtics. It's the it's the highest pinnacle of the of the sport, so to speak. Definitely. And like Definitely. you mentioned, um, you know, they're very protective of their own. So like to see you um, you know, get to that pinnacle and then for you to also have your ambitions to like like you know, oh yeah, like don't get me wrong, like I I'm I am the culture, but like yo, right. I do I do this too. Like I want to do a little bit of this too. Definitely. You know. Talk talk a little a little bit about that as far as them pulling you back and them kind of wanting to, to keep keep you sacred, you know, to the crib. Well, my story is so unique because um, you know, a lot of a lot of go-go artists get a little complacent. Um, when you when you're performing at home three or four nights a week, you can go out basically you're touring in your city, basically. Right. Every night, three or four nights a week, you're doing you're touring, you're performing. You get a little complacent because you're making money. Um, you're not having to travel far. You don't have to do the typical things that rappers have to do on tour. You don't have to sleep in a van or in a hotel. You don't have to be away from your family. You you come back to your house and you do it all again the next day. So, um, I mean, D.C. just, they embrace the go-go culture so heavy that when they see you making attempts to kind of get out there, they kind of feel like you're leaving the culture. Um with me, I've been blessed enough to the whole time be doing my rap stuff and the go-go stuff. So I would perform these shows. I would go to basically okay, look at a seven-day week. I would put I would have band practice on Monday and Tuesday. Um Wednesday may be my day off. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I would have shows. So in between those shows, this is every week. In between those shows, I would have to take Wednesday or the nights or the mornings that I can to write my raps for my mixtapes that I wanted to drop. Yeah. And I also have a nine to five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I go to work every day. I got that. I do this. So I was I developed that work ethic to where I had a schedule to where, OK, I know I can if I if I take this time to write this, I can do all these go-go stuff. I can put out my go the go-go musical already be out through the bands. But then I can sneak underneath and at the shows I can get in my mixtapes and sell my mixtapes as well. So uh, as an independent, when I chose to be an independent artist, that was my whole angle. You know what I'm saying? To take that route. And um. It took a long time to catch. People would be like, what's this? Or they would buy it and then they would play it. And then the next week they'd be like, this was just some rap stuff. I thought go-go stuff was on here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I done been through all that. I remember I was in the, I was in the Source and I was in Hip Hop Weekly. And I ran to the go-go with the magazines. And I was like, hey, look, look, man, look. Y'all see, they got me in the magazine. And a couple people took the magazine and was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, it's my man's birthday. His name is Dre. It's his birthday. And... And I was like, dang, they really don't understand. Like, yeah. I was like, dang. So if, if anybody can think how that would feel when you like, damn, I finally reached the source for us. Like, what? Yeah, right. and, and, right. and, 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 right. That was the Bible. I was in the source. Like, and then I was in Hip Hop Weekly with Biggie on the cover. Um, and I was on there with J Jadakiss was on the next page over. So for people like us, I'm like, man, they're gonna see this. They're gonna be like, dang, 
But they saw that and they was like, I mean, that's all right. But yeah. uh, it's time for you to get back on stage. Or hey, when you get back on stage, can, can you can you shout me out? And I was just like, man, that's yeah. So it took a long time to catch, and I had to go through that kind of stuff and, and keep my confidence up. But I mean, it all it, it all was worth it, man. It all definitely, was worth it. definitely. Um, one of the things that I've heard you say a couple times now, um, and I, I think it's 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 pretty um, it's pretty sweet how you put it. Um, so Gogo is at a certain level, like it it is the god within you know the area, but. Mm-hmm. There, there is another level that it possibly could go to. And people will often yeah. ask you specifically, it'd be like, well, how does Go-Go get to that next level? And one thing I've heard you say a couple of times is songwriting. Yes. And marketing. Yes. These are these are things that, that sound simple to the average person. Like, yeah, of course, right? Like, of course. Yeah. But but it, it really is something because often they'll just be like, well, well why doesn't, you know, uh, fill in the blank. Wale, why doesn't Shagley, why doesn't, you know, da 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 why don't they pump that? And it's like, you know, that's not their responsibility. If, if, yeah. if, I'm, if, if I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly, I feel like that's what you've been kind of trying to say. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that, that's a great point. I'm glad you picked that up because, um, I think the problem with Gogo is that it's more of the live experience, right? So you get the live experience and then you get to take home or you get music from that experience to keep for yourself. So it's still the live experience. Um, Gogo's issues are songwriting, song structure and market, market, marketing um, to the average person that does music. We like that's nothing. That's, I mean, that's nothing. Well, it's nothing to a rapper or a singer that does songwriting and does music secular, does R&B or rap music all day. It's not a problem for them. But to people that are in bands, it's a lot of elements. It's it's other band members. It's it's split sheets. It's music. Who 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 did the music? Who composed the music? Who wrote this part? Who thought of that part? It's twelve people in the band, but only one or two people are gonna get those vocals on there. So you got to deal with that. Like there's so much that comes with it. That's why you don't see a lot of bands in the circuit. You see the roots, but the roots are a special case. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You see make condition, but they're kind of R&B, you know right. what I'm saying? Heavy right. R&B. Right. So, I mean, it, it's a lot of layers to it. But I just think for GoGo to get the respect and get um, as far as we need to get to, just more hit records. Just just focus on getting more hit records. If we get more hit records, then we'll be mentioned more in the Grammy committee. We'll get we'll be mentioned more with the other genres. We can match up with blues and, and Zydeco and, and, and reggae. We can kind of get in there, but we just don't put out enough hit records. That's our problem. And, and like you said, people are so comfortable with it being so insulated within the area yes. that they're just like, you know what? If this is our baby, like we all right with it just staying yeah. here. Yeah. Because I'm gonna ask y'all to like tell me how y'all would feel. If you tell me these two options, you can go out on the road, eat peanut butter and jelly for a month, ride in a van or ride in a tour bus, ten states, be away from your family for three or four weeks. Dirty clothes, smelly bus, cities where you don't know what the crowd's going. I mean, just typical, regular stuff for people that tour. Right, regular stuff for people that tour. Or would you rather come home, get fresh, go 20 or 30 minutes from your house, perform for two hours, get paid, come home, do it all again three or four times a week, where you never really leave within an hour of your house. You get to come home, see your family, and... 
just be a superstar in your in your area. You make it sound great, man. <laughs> look, that, look, that that's a heck of a dilemma because again, you know uh, like if I want if I want my my wife or you know whoever to come to the show, she can come. If I want my whoever to come, they can come and go home. Like that's you ain't right. seeing me. Yeah, no, nah, that's that's a that's a heck of a thing. And you I know, I like the crib that. anyway, so I, I like yeah. to come home. Yeah, but that's, that's but that's what the but that's what the Wale's did. Wale went on tour. He took a chance to yeah. tour overseas and Mark Ronson and and got in those rooms and and rapped in front of Jay Z and, and did everything, all the things that all these artists do. Yeah. Some of the newer artists really didn't have to go through this stuff, but like. Around the Wale, you know those artists yeah, around right before like, it started the change, like the blog yeah. era, like blog yeah, era, that, like that oh, J. Cole, 07, Wale, 08. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They they had to really go out and do that. J. Cole had a dollar tour, bro. Yeah. Like they had to, he had to, they had to move around to gain fans, and that's what you have to do for it to move for the culture to move around. You got to touch other places so somebody can say, "Oh man, I seen Killer Cow in Kansas, and he was doing something called Go Go." Man, I like it. You know what I'm saying? Right. That that's right. how that has to work. If it just stays in the Beltway. Oh, up North Carolina, Atlanta, sometime Miami, sometime up to Philly and down. That's a whole big man. We ain't even talked about overseas yet. I know, I know. You know what I'm and, and look, you know, obviously we're in different times now. But if if I'm coming in town for a couple of days, am I am I gonna go to Rose Bar with John Wall, or am I gonna go to the Go Go? There you go. I, I'm, I'm probably gonna go to Rose Bar. You gonna go to Rose Bar? You <laughs> Capital. You right, know, go to like, Rose Bar, buy some bottles, take some pictures. Yeah, I'm in here with Wall. I'm in here with the crew. Right. See right. some other celebrities. That, right. You know, it's like it. So, so it's it's got its it got its, its ups and downs. But I just think honestly, man, we get some hits under our belt. And the last thing, the youth. Everything is a youth movement, bro. I'm an older artist, so all I can do is give the game to the youth and 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 have them do it. But the youth gotta make it cool. If the youth don't make it cool, if it's not cool to them. Then the youth is gonna still want to be just rappers, and the right. go go is just gonna be kind of stagnant. You know what I'm saying? So that's it, bro. That's and, and how is that transition? Um, because that is, a, I feel like that's a, a a huge element of of keeping the culture going is is bringing in uh the youth yeah. and um yeah. and getting them to uh to pass it on to to their you know contemporary. So how is how is that transition been going um for like um, for like Gen Z? Right, I think um, I think it's been going okay. We have something called Bounce Beat here, and um, Bounce Beat is really not that. It's people think some people think it's new when you listen to traditional go go, but it's a slowed down beat. Um, it's more of a like a doom 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 doom. It's just a straight driving beat. It's very open, very clean. Um, a lot of chants and hooks, and the younger generation likes that. But even with that, a lot of those people are close to our age they're in their 30s uh early 40s some of them in their late 20s we're talking about we need the youth that are like yeah. 15 16 yeah. we need them pre-teen to see, teenagers yeah like 13 14 15 to be like hey we got to make what we do look cool enough to where they look and say hey we want to do that i want to get me a bang if we can get that to happen or even if they say you know what i don't want a bang but i want that sound and i want to take that sound and do this with it then we good with that but that's where the marketing come in man we, the visuals got to be right the look got to be right all yeah. that stuff matters man so so hold on let me let me let me get this vibe because one of the things that you're talking about about making it like taking it around the country like i often when 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 i first got introduced to gogo the, the one of the things that i i, I kind of compare it to in, in in some respects is bounce music in new orleans 
It's very, re very, very regional, but it, it caught on in certain ways. Um, the artists that that left embraced it and they incorporated it in their music to the point where you got somebody like Drake, you know, yeah. going to find Big Frida, you know, to use yeah. that. So I that's that's what I feel like Go Go needs, but it can't be a watered down version. It can't be like you right. know, shit thing, you know, which right. had Go Go elements, but it wasn't what y'all do. Right. I mean, so it has, it, has right. to, it has to be what y'all do woven into into you know a hip hop song or just on a mainstream level. Yeah, I agree totally, bro. You hit that on the nose because if you water it down and they take to the watered down version, yeah, you are fucked. Like, yeah, because like I I know y'all probably hated that because like the one that they like people the the two that everybody say like the butt and and shake your thing are the, yeah. the, the two songs. That people that are outside, you know, it's like when we feel like I need to get me a steak and cheese. Be like, oh. right? <laughs> like, no, I gotta go to Pat's and and no, you don't want to eat that shit. You know, right. like you know, you you gotta you gotta go to you know Max's. You gotta go to so it's that I I I, I imagine it's that same kind of feeling with the music. Exactly, yeah. bro. You hit that on the nose. That's it. That's the feeling. And um, like you said, you, you people are gonna automatically think of the butt. But Spike Lee came to a go-go and he liked what he saw and he took an element out and, and they, they presented that. Herbie Lovebug came down to the go-go in the 80s, saw Rare Essence, saw Trouble Funk, saw EU, took that element up there. You got Kid and Play, you got Salt and Pepper, you got all these artists that, that use that sound. Um, but the sound has evolved and, and, and the authentic go-go, it, it, it has to be accepted in its authentic form because if you accept it in a watered down form, when you hear the authentic form, somebody's gonna say that ain't go go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's that's what you run the risk of doing. So we just gotta keep the authentic elements in there, man, and, and just respect the culture and just get creative, man. If and a hit, an undeniable hit changes a lot of people's perception of things. That's you know a what fact. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, the I mean, obviously the 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 most for, for people like us that aren't, you know, obviously that well versed, but um when volume three came out, when when Jay did right. that. I mean that that's that was, crazy. That was mind blowing, man. And 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 obviously we're you know a couple of decades past that now. But I'm I'm saying just like Phil was saying, like with Drake in the big freedom moment. Yeah. Like that that's something that 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 could happen again. But even once that moment passes, and then it's like, now what? There you yeah, go. Especially now in this era. Yeah, you know that that, that moment could pass like that. Oh yeah, if Drake could you know? do that tonight. By next week, it's already what's next. Right, you know exactly. What I mean? exactly. And that's Drake we talking about. Right, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah, we talk about that too, man. The youth are what, you know, that what really fuel all the culture. They, yeah. they do it, man, because because they're the ones that are, you know, retweeting. They're the ones that are making the challenges. Doing the challenges, yeah. The challenges go crazy. Yeah. And, and speaking yeah. of, man, I'm glad you said that, Phil, because for those that don't know, our brother here has had some some pretty good visuals. Appreciate it, man. Two two um, in particular. <laughs> two in particular. So so one ones that stood out for us. I'm gonna name the, the one that we thought was so subliminals. Okay. Anytime no, you can, anytime you can have a director's cut and you can be like, all right, so we will give you this one, <laughs> and then we go give you the extended scenes yeah. version. You're gonna need an IV. I was yeah. like, talk yeah. about it, man. People so talking wild on, on, on the internet, man. So we saw yeah. that one in real time, but the one that obviously that 
Yo, man, you're ahead of your time with the wave, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I appreciate yeah. that, bro. It was to the point where I was like, does Kyle know some of these people? Because I feel like he don't know <laughs> I, all I was of like... these. <laughs> I, I feel like he don't know all of these people now. Like, I know he's a popular guy. He know like, some of this, this was just, just it was organic. That's and the Kyle, then I hit him with one of them. I hit him with one of them. It was that's organic, and that's what I love about that. Talk talk about the wave, and just like again, that's kind of ahead of its time. Now we're at a point where, right? You, know, you got J Lo; she's trying to manufacture her own challenge, and the, you know right. these marketing schemes yeah, to the do bus this. it. Yours bus is killing. Bus, bus it must bus it might be the goal. Phil and I were saying that that's bus it's close, like, bro. I saw the video where she was performing it like eight eight months ago or a year yeah, ago, and, and the Dallas, crowd was like, yeah, they was like, ugh. Yeah, they, they they was they was like looking at the watch. And, like, man, like if the she was able to play that now, if she was able oh, to play that now, oh my god, oh my god, she, she's she's gonna be a millionaire off that one song. Yeah, now her like her life has changed in the last six weeks. Done, yeah. done. So um, yeah, with the wave, man. Um, the funny thing about the wave is we had some schedule with uh Miss Twerk. Some if y'all familiar with her on Instagram, mm -hmm. she was supposed to um be yeah. my model. She had a group of girls. They were in Virginia Beach. They got caught up in Virginia Beach and couldn't get to D.C. So um, we rescheduled it. Virginia Beach should do that. Right. We rescheduled it. <laughs> we all know about that, that, that vibe beach. Um, but we rescheduled it for a month later. So within a month, um, you know, we just put out the challenge on Snapchat. And, um, you know, just show off your wave. This is the wave. You know, fellas, you know, this is the wave. I thought it was just going to be a couple people like, hey, okay. But females started, they took the wave yeah, to like they did. something else. Like, yeah. wave. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm talking about they doing walkaways. Yeah. They, they doing, I mean, they, and, and they were leaving like dope messages. You know, Snap got the little message bar. They like, kill a cow, you like my wave. And I got that wave. And I'm like, mm -hmm. And the clutch of Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's the power of social media, man. So my yep. director was like, "Man, I'm, I'm just, just all the videos that they send you, just send them directly to me." Yeah, and he took those, and they became my models for the, for the video. You know dope. what I'm saying? And that was dope. It was some. I mean, it's some names in there. It's some. It's some models. Oh no! It was. It was. It oh, was no. some. Uh, it was some waves that I that I recognized. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I, I saw it in real time though. Like I, I remember that was a few years ago. That was like what twenty seventeen right. or so. Yeah, yeah. So like I, I remember like the hashtag, and I was like, okay, like yo, he's got something with this. And then again, like I looked up, and like I was like, oh wow, like these women are waking up in the morning, and this is the first Facts. thing they're doing. <laughs> yo, it was crazy. I think yeah. the timing was just right, man. Because yeah. I don't even know if I could do that right now, like. Yeah. TikTok is TikTok is the new thing. So Snapchat was the thing in 2017, 2018. But I mean, TikTok right now is just on a whole like some people are putting their whole marketing budgets into uh yeah into oh, TikTok yeah. as they should. That's that's a smart move. If somebody was to ask me, that's a smart yeah. move because the youth are there and the participation is up, and that's just the go to right now. So yeah, I just, I just and saw it's so quick a, too. So quick. Yeah, yes. I just saw I just saw a senator doing the June bug challenge. Uh. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he's, you know, lit. he's lit. It's yeah, up. He's lit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's done. He's he's yeah. in the mix now. Yeah, so yeah. he can write his own ticket. Even just like my man with the cranberry juice. <laughs> it's all face. Yeah. Yep. It's yeah. All face. It's yep. over, bro. Like he's life's different. He got it. Yeah. Like he was like, yeah, I bought my house. I purchased my house cash. Yeah. He was living in a trailer or something, bro. Yeah. 
Come on, yeah. man. Yeah, man. All you all you need is one. And what what's it what's it take off, man? Yeah, we, we we might need another one because because it was some tsunamis in there, yo. It was, it was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was that was love. So okay, so okay, so again, subliminals, the wave. Mm-hmm. And I think I had commented on a couple of your posts for this one here because this guy right here is one of my all-time favorite characters in boxing. Oh, yeah. Shannon Briggs, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar with him. Let's go, champ. He had one of the funniest moments outside of the ring in boxing history yeah. where he was messing with old boy. He was with showing Vlad. up where he was, where Vlad was. Crisco, man. And Vlad, Vlad was kind of in on the joke, but at the same time, he kind of was just like, yo, this this ninja is crazy. Like, <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> and that's what made it so good. But talk to us about Let's Go Champ and like how you like paid homage to him in that way. Bro, like that story is so crazy. Um, I want to say like 2016, maybe. Um, Shannon Briggs shows up on Instagram. He has like three or four hundred followers. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a photographer that he's working with from DC, and uh, you know he just he just hit me like you know Shannon Briggs is trying to make a comeback. Uh, he's been depressed. He's picked, gained a lot of weight. Uh, he's down in Florida. He's trying you know he, he's just going through a rough time. Um, go look at his page. So I go to his page and he's you know he's motivating himself. He's working out, getting back in shape. He's talking to himself. He's saying, "Let's go, champ. Let's go, champ." I mean, when I tell you within like six months. That whole hashtag just turned into a wave, and yeah. it went from like 500 people to like 100,000 people. And um, as he got back in shape, he was like, you know, I want to reach out to Killer Cal because he was one of the first artists to believe in me, and always okay, he would come on my page every day and give me encouraging words. I'm like, all right, everybody said they want to reach out, but I was like, right. cool, you know. He gets up to about 700,000 followers. I get a phone call. Hey, champ. I was like, yeah. He was yeah. like, champ, it's me. It's the cannon. He talks just like, hey. <laughs> oh, no, no, let's be clear. No, let's be very clear. Hey, champ, it's me, champ. It's Shannon the cannon. How you doing, killer cow? So I'm like, whoa. Like, yeah. what's up, champ? So he's like, look, I need you to do my song. I'm fighting. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm, I'm in shape. I'm ready. I need you to do my song. I said, well, what you want me to do? He was like, I heard your music. Just do you. So I was like, man. So I did some research on him, looked up all his fights, and I just I just rapped about all his yeah. fights up to him fighting Klitschko. So yeah, that was dope. His, his, right, his losses, his everything through the Let's Go Champ and the hook. Um, so, and I, I thought of some, you know, I could have threw some bars in there and just made it real bar heavy. He's real cool with DNA too, the battle rapper. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I was like, well, if he wanted some crazy, crazy bars. Right. We'll leave that. That's what he do. Like, right. I'm a rapper. I'm I'm pretty good at what I do. But yeah. DNA and that whole crew, they on they on another level as right. far as just you know lyricism and, and putting those words together. But um, I just wanted something he could work out to and something he could come out to the ring to. I just had all that in mind. So high energy. Let's go, champ. Champ's going through. Um, he loved it, man. Hit me back. Sound like man. He was emotional. He's just like man. I love it, champ. Like man. It's made my day, champ. Blah blah blah. I, I, he said, "I'll never forget this." Again, I'm like, yeah. "Okay." He goes over to uh, the UK. He has a fight. He first fight out. 
And uh, I get a call. He's fighting on Saturday. I get a call on Friday night from a crazy UK number. And they ask to speak to me. And they say, uh, we're about to email you uh, a waiver um, with, uh, you know, all, I need all your information as far as your ASCAP, um, all your information, your royalty stuff, all this. Shannon Briggs wants to come out to your song. Now, anybody that knows royalties, it goes when you're in a big venue, it goes by the people in the venue. If anybody knows about the O2 Arena in the oh, UK, yeah. that's one of the biggest the arenas. Biggest. In the, <laughs> that is the biggest arena in the world um, as far as indoor sports. So um, that was just crazy. I mean, I signed the waiver, filled out everything. Um, he called and said, you know, report a fight. Thank you, man. I'm coming out to it. Make sure you tune in. So I think over here it was 8 in the morning <laughs> when mm. he was fighting. It was in the evening over there, but it was like early in the morning over here. Yeah. So I got up, turned it on. And man, to see him walk, I mean, and they, they walked him from the dressing room to the ring. They had the camera on him, music pumping. They panned the crowd. My face when they panned the crowd, I was just like, like, I just, like, I'm not even going to hold you. Like, emotions was like, I was like, wow. That's dope. But, like, but, but wait, so we, we, we know you. So we know you. So there's, <laughs> there's one word that I know that could probably sum it up. But people that only that really know you and know where you're from can, young. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That is perfect. That was perfectly placed, bro. Young. Like, I was like, young. <laughs> young, I meant like, whoa. Yeah. So he's, walking to, he's walking to the ring. I got the video. I might post it on Throwback Thursday this week. Yeah. But he's walking to the ring and, you know, he's just, and the music is pumping, man. I mean, he's, and he, he told me, he was like, yeah, I took the long walk, champ. I took the long walk for you, champ. I was like, you was the realest. Like, I was, I was like, you was the realest. Because he could have ran out and it could have been, hey, champ, let's train, champ, let's fight, champ. And the song's over. He's in the yeah, ring. Yeah. And that's, man, he walked out yeah. like the whole song played. When he got in the ring, he did his thing. He won the fight, um, like second round KO. And, man, that was it, bro. Shout out to Shannon Briggs. Um, I just talked to him last week. He got a cannabis company. Um, let's go, champ. And he got Cannon Biss. Cannabis, <laughs> yeah, oh. like some, some, <laughs> some kind of strain. Um, he's definitely in the cannabis business, man. So he got my full support. Solid dude, real brother, man. Solid dude, real brother. And I probably can get him to, to holler at y'all if, I, if, I, if hey, that's the guy. Hey, that, that would be, that'd be super dope. No, that yeah, would be so dope. We'll man. work on that. Don't hold me to it, but we'll definitely work on that. Yeah. It's nothing but a phone call. I can call him right now. That's how that's how cooling down the earth is. I know it's, it's dope. His kids, his, his his sons, his daughter, his wife. Um, he, you know, he said his house is open to him anytime I'm in Florida. I mean, we really have a relationship. So music is crazy, bro. And, and just the power of effective communication, man. Right. You, yeah. you literally love, were man. just organically just showing love and you were motivated by something he was doing. And you were just, right. you ain't want nothing out of that. Nothing. Not a dime, bro. Yeah. I didn't charge him a dime. Yeah. He didn't charge me a dime. But yeah, the royalty nah. check was love. <laughs> That's So I man. owe him. That's dope. He can call me right now. I owe him. That's Back. dope, man. And, and and honestly, watching his story, it was dope to see him get that moment because a lot of people don't get a chance to to have a second chance like that. Oh my god, at all. And no. now with this legends thing coming up, um, with this legends boxing, I don't know if him and Mike gonna do it or, or him and Holyfield or how that's gonna work. Um, but you know, more power to them, man. As long as they stay safe and nobody gets hurt, you know, my man yeah. Nate ain't look good, man. My man Nate ain't look oh, good, man. Um, that hey. wasn't what's up, man. Nah, that that wasn't <laughs> cool, man. And, and honestly. Um, we we were star for entertainment at that particular moment, but if 
It got real. It, it got so yeah. real, man. You can't he, just jump in a boxing ring, man. He, that's, he, that's... And he's one of the most phenomenal athletes that we have Period. seen. That should be a lesson. Like, yeah. just because you are a phenomenal athlete and one of the most elite athletes to ever play at his size yeah. and what he can do with his athleticism, yeah. you still got into a ring with a trained yeah. fighter. Yeah. This wasn't a dude from off the street. Uh-uh. No. Mm-hmm. He's trained. Yeah. It's That's different. It's boxing, boxing is different, man. You can't. You he would have been better serve hopping on the on an NFL football field. Yes, fact. Yeah. He would. He fact. still might have got hurt, but fact. it wouldn't have been like that because you know there's some level of athleticism. You know he might be able to make somebody miss, whatever, whatever. And he right. played. He played three years of college ball too, so he's got yeah. that in his in his. Right. Yeah, but you, but when you when you when you train the box. Nah, you bro. you you are you in a different category. You, like, can't, that's, you can't that's just walk in there on them dudes. Yeah, you can't <laughs> just walk in there on them kind of guys. So look, we don't have to worry about you. We don't have, we don't have to worry about you taking those celebrity fights. Hell no. <laughs> I, mean, I, I stay in my lane, bro. I stay in my lane. I'm you so, know I'm so you know once they start dangling them checks though. <laughs> Hey, I'm, so, I'm so I'm so much on positivity, bro. I, I don't. I, I can't. I couldn't do that, man. Me, yeah. me, me, me and Bob was gonna fight uh, Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz. So I, 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 I fucked him hey, up. My money's right. with y'all. Yeah, yeah. My money's with y'all. I'll take. I'll take that. that. Yeah, yeah man, I'll take that we, one. We, I'll be in it. we be in that like like hawking animal, yo. Yeah, I'll, I'll take. I'll yeah, take man. that one. Yes, yes. I'm with that. So once again, everybody, we are talking to Killer Cow. Um, we're we're excited to be able to get you know this time with him. I, man, we we got to talk about your home, man. Like your your home, Phil. Um, one time we were in D.C. One time he was talking about during All Star Weekend, and this guy held court for like two hours one time on 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 a porch in Northeast. <laughs> he was just rambling on, and he was just going going kind of crazy. Be one of one of the things that he said that kind of always stuck with us was that I'm from the most important uh, area on planet Earth. Yeah. When he said it at first, he was saying a lot of stuff that was kind of out there. But when he when he right. said that, I kind of thought about it. And I was like, he's like, don't nothing move until, until you know, until it goes down here first. Then everything else moves from here. Right. When he said it, I was like, yo, like, right. like, even, even like from like, here. Like like right. Phil Phil grew up like three hours away. I grew up three hours away. So we like we know DC like you know yeah. like but but still it's still just like yeah he's right. So so of course with that being the case, just talk to us about how the last maybe five years have been. <laughs> how how you felt maybe what three weeks ago on the sixth. Man, and then like, just you know, just some of those moments over the summer, like just kind of just just give us a just a glimpse into kind of what it's like to be a native from an area and to see all of this stuff I mean, come to a head like that. Well, I mean, even w- w- with Trump getting in, that's one thing. So now you have a lot of people that feel like that their guy is in there and that they can do whatever they want. So you got that aspect. Then we hit the the police brutality aspect then we hit the pandemic so you got you got trauma then and then and then before all of this there was gentrification so you got gentrification you got trump police brutality you got off the hook gun violence in dc um and then you get a pandemic so i think 
trauma, man. I think therapy is important. Um, a lot of people don't speak on that. Um, mm -hmm. I think I think therapy has to be brought up more with our youth and and and, and people in our city because um, the city has changed, man. Like mm -hmm. everybody's being pushed out to Maryland. Um, it's very hard to live in DC. They kind of push everybody to one side of DC, and just like anything, when you push everybody up against a wall. <laughs> they gonna fight their way out, mm -hmm. even if they fighting each other. So, yeah. Yeah. um, that's what we got going on. We got serious gun violence issues right now. The city is really crazy. From last year when the eleven year old got shot, um, to the year before that when the little girl got shot, um, the thirteen year old girl got shot, um, just people shooting blindly into crowds, guns all over the place. The youth don't really have rec centers to play. Um, it's so many underlying issues, man. So mm -hmm. um, we could talk about that all day. The bottom line is just give our youth some things to do. Um, let's 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 get the jobs, the job market back going um, as soon as this pandemic is over, and let's get some therapy for this trauma that that people aren't really realizing that as soon as this is over and they open up the reins and open up the gates and it's a free for all. Yeah, it's gonna be kind of wild yeah people yeah. have been caged up for a year so yeah. if you think it's wild now they're supposed yeah. to be caged up now so yeah <laughs> now the, the gates are open so everybody is going to be out it's going to be a lot going on safety measures need to be taken um i love, love man being a dc native love my city always will love the city um i think we're taking strides of unity um the dc natives are really trying to take the city back um, especially with uh, how we moved with the Don't Mute DC thing. And yeah, that was, yeah, that was we, dope. Yeah. yeah, thank you. And how we moved with Long Live Go-Go, the Mochella, mm -hmm. um, the marching, marching to the White House. Um, you know, just ga those gatherings just show that we can unite without the violence and, and for a cause. I mean, you're putting 25,000 people on U Street on a Tuesday night um, with no violence and no issues. It's just beautiful. So we, we show signs that we can unite. We just got to keep pushing and keep uniting. We got to learn our laws. Like your man said, man, he wasn't lying. He might have said a lot of crazy stuff, but little old DC, 13 miles long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can get, you can go from Maryland through DC to Maryland within 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not hard, you know, but we, it's the most powerful city, man. You know, yeah, um, no, I, it, ever since he yeah. said that that day, I mean, it really uh, changed my thought. Like, uh, we know that, obviously, we know that, uh, right? But, 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 but initially, you think New York. Initially, you think um, even Cal I mean, it, you just don't think little old DC. But mm -hmm. little old DC has a has about a four mile radius where the Supreme Court, yeah, the Capitol, Congress, Senate, everything is yeah, there. White House. Pentagon, they, yep, Pentagon, mm -hmm. right across White the House. bridge, yeah, it, the White House. All of those things make the world go round. The president mm -hmm. lives here, bro. Mm -hmm. The laws are made here. Period. So, mm -hmm. anything happens across the world, you got a whole court here. Yeah, if it's if it's major, they bring you here. Mm -hmm. So yep. that's the that's the vibes, man. I think we I think we're doing pretty good. I, I need this gun violence to, to go down. Like mm -hmm. it's it's getting really like like old murder cap numbers. Like when we were the yeah. murder capital in ninety one, ninety two. Yeah, I mean it's getting no, up. No, there, so. no scuffles. Ain't, yeah, ain't no yeah. no scuffles. It's just yeah. all just straight to the. It's, yeah, it's not even like. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's it's not happening. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's where we at with that, man. But I think we're making strides. We got some great people like Silas and, and, yeah. and Councilman McDuffie and Tony Lewis. Yeah. And, and just everybody that's contributing to, to help get our 
get our situation together in the city, man. Big up to him, man. Yeah, no, we, we got a lot, of, a lot of love for y'all, man. So we, we want to see, you know, y'all prosper. And again, no. for this this next generation to be able to experience how beautiful yeah. and, you know, how, how great it is. Yeah, D.C. is yeah. a special place, man. And, and and more people just need to know it, man. Like the the right. the, 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 the the rare essence of D.C., if you will. Right. Nice. So so speaking of that, man, we wanted one of the last things we wanted to do um, before before we got to our last segment was talk about there's no place like home, man. We we. You know, when you think of D.C., you think of, you know, some of the native people that are that are from there. You, you know, you think of um, Marvin Gaye. Obviously, you know, if we're just saying D.C., you know, Maryland, Virginia, you know, yeah. K.D., you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're yeah. seeing somebody that's a one one once in a lifetime uh, talent. Um, K, K.D. Ledecky, again, somebody yeah. that's really just getting started. But she, she's a homegrown <laughs> D.C. girl like. Yeah. You know, right. like killing it, you know, the basically the, the equivalent to, to Phelps, you know, on her. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you got Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, who's a transplant, but basically lived his, you know, entire childhood. Yeah. No question. So when you talk about DC, like it ain't it ain't no shortage of you know of of legends. But the thing yeah. that I think that we that guys like me and Phil um too that we love so much is how y'all embrace. Oh man. You you embrace Mary and Barry. Yep. You you embrace John Thompson. Yep. You embrace Allen Iverson. Facts. You embrace John Wall. Facts. And most, All legends. most importantly, <laughs> you embrace a guy like Sean Taylor. Facts. Oh. To the oh. point where oh, these, these people aren't from this place, but they're synonymous with your place because y'all show so much love. And that goes yeah. back to, again, the culture of go-go yep. and saying, listen, if if we got some commonalities and we, we rocking with you like this, we just we rocking. That's it. Right. Right. So so just talk to us about that, like that that um that kind of love that y'all show, like Philadelphia, oh. obviously, like city city of brotherly love, but yeah. but DC also just is is able to extend that type of love that again, John Thompson and Marion Barry, you think of you think of DC when you think of them and they're from you know other places. Like just talk about yeah. that for a little bit. Definitely, man. Um, I just think um, D.C., just like any other city, man, we we, we kind of feel like uh, we get left out of stuff. You know, we don't have representation as a state. Um, we just feel like always the underdogs and we want to embrace. We want somebody when somebody represents us correctly. We are on it like the Redskins, the posse. That whole ninety-one Redskins, <laughs> Gary Clark, like that whole eighty-seven Redskins, like yeah, that was black excellence. Is like was it Art Monk, Art uh, Monk, Gary Clark, Clark, and Ricky Sanders? Ricky Sanders, Timmy Smith, one hit wonder, Doug yeah. Williams, like bruh, and, and get like Joe Gibbs, like he, you couldn't tell me he couldn't walk in any hood mm. and get up. <laughs> well, he he like, good in any hood in DC. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I just feel like man. Like I speak to the DMV as a whole because a lot of DC natives have transitioned to Northern Virginia and yeah. to Maryland. Yeah. So um, I, I myself like to lump it together. A lot of DC natives do not like to lump uh, Maryland and Virginia together. But by me being someone that's lived in all three yeah. and, and I embrace that and all three of them have made me, I do that because I feel like we, we just move better in numbers anyway. Yeah, you know I think there, there's some strength with that. Obviously, yeah. yes, like you, yeah. of course, you want to keep the district itself sacred. To right. People. 
right. because that's a whole nother. If you're from Alexandria and you right. know you're, you're from you know North Capital, exactly, here's a like, big like, difference. Like it, like an like like an Alexandria, Virginia guy is not the same as a Virginia Beach or a Hampton, Virginia right. guy. Yeah, or Richmond, even an hour away, a right. Richmond guy and an yeah, Alexandria it's totally guy different. It's totally different. So um, just like Baltimore, Baltimore right. is forty minutes away. Totally, totally, totally different. different. You know, so I mean, um, I just think DC embraces man. When when you when you look at when you're solid, Allen Iverson came in with with a mentality, man. Fell in love with his story. Fell in love with everything about him. Goes hard. Dope image. Creative. Hip hop culture. He bought that. He lived that. He was about that. If you if you talk about it and you real about it, we're gonna rock with you, Big we're G you. from the streets. Backyard, The Wire, movies, The Deuce. He's living it. He's done it. He's an OG. He can talk about it. He can stamp it. He checks out. Anywhere you ask about Big G, he's going to check out. So, I mean, we we just embrace all our people, man. Mary and Barry. We embrace everything that got us, that made us. We embrace it. They are our heroes. And once we lock in on you, for life, bro. And you know life. another dude that um, even though he didn't... He didn't spend time in in DC. When I, one of the one of the things I found out uh, from a lot of lot of people in the district, uh, Uncle Face Man Scarface. Oh my God! Scarface is honorary DC man. <laughs> what? Bro, bro, he can come to town right now and probably he could just go knock on somebody's door. Like I just want to stay here tonight. Yeah, like, man. It's nothing. Like Face is honorary. He embraced our music. Um, he he's embraced our music for over twenty or thirty years. So. He shows love, man. When you come and show love and you're genuine and you check out and it's no fake, we on you. We with you. You fam, bro. We're going to ride with you. And I, I think that's what we carry. Even us carrying it like that at, at Hampton, man. Like, mm. it's always like everybody was segregated by where you were from when we first got there. But as you sat down and had a conversation with a Phil or with a with a Vod or with an Ivan or or anybody, or L.A., or, you know, when you, had, when you right. sit and have a conversation, and everybody's just kind of on the same thing. You put your guard down and you realize, man, like it's bigger than where I'm from. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I think if some of our youth branched out and saw outside of the area and mingled and talked with people outside of the area, then they could kind of understand that, man, it's bigger than just DC and these four sections of the city. You know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah. Philly That's and DC definitely connected down to HGC. Oh my That's God. <laughs> we, were, we was heavy. Heavy, heavy. Yeah. The the one thing I, I I will say, man. Um, obviously Philly definitely uh did humble uh a lot of the, the New Yorkers, but I don't think anybody humbled the New Yorkers like the DC crew did, though. Mm -hmm. Man, and you know, we had, and, we had, we, we look, had our run-ins. Look, if if you know, you know, but <laughs> it's like y'all y'all can think like you said, like y'all can think that y'all the epicenter of this, but let me right. just show you, let me show you what heart and <laughs> in, in heart looks like. Heart is different from, from what y'all talk about. So you can Back. talk a good game, but you got to be able to back it up. You so. gotta show it, bro. And you know that's one of the things being on a, um on a HBC on an HBCU campus shows you, um, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, like you said, like we kind of all grew up the same a little bit and we're kind of yep. trying to get to the same mm -hmm. spot, at least. Um, all in the same game. Yeah, you know, if not, if, not, if not physically, at least mentally to where we're preparing, you know, the next generation, you know, a lot yeah. more um, uh, effectively. So, so yeah, yeah man, we, we appreciate, again, you rocking with us. We got a couple more Bro. things we want to talk to you about. Um, Obviously, you know, I'm I'm a Chiefs fan, man. I'm 
I'm, I'm I mean, in, look at him. Look at him stunting. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in hog oh, heaven. See, see you in Tampa. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Boston, the jewels. <laughs> like, where, where you ring at? Show me ring. No, I mean, I got Super Bowl champs. You know, I got the. Look, 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 oh, got it, got it on my back, Cal. He got, oh, he, he got, he got it on, on, at the expense of your boy, man. Right. Oh, oh my goodness, really? But, but, <laughs> but listen, you, you know who I rock with. He, you know, he's oh, not. You know, he's know. Niners all day, but. We 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 love we love to talk talk this sport. We love to talk sports. So we, we we got a little segment that we just wanted to just talk to you about, man. Your team okay. is one of the more polarizing teams. Yeah. Um. In a while, we know Silas. We know he's a Cowboys fan. So we we had to give him some grief. Yeah. Who hurt, um, man? Dude, who, like, who who hurts you? Like that. That's, yeah, that's yeah. always our <laughs> question. Like who? Like how? How? Like. And, you know, I know there's some deep-rooted things that that turn native D.C. guys into Cowboys fans or whatever. Right. Sometimes it's your parents passing along. Or, yeah. Sometimes um, it's your own people, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, exactly. We, 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 you guys um, from from FedEx and Nike telling Snyder, nah, that ain't it, Snyder. Fe- FedEx yeah. and Nike said, you know what? You don't think you're going to change this? All right, we got you. They changed that in 12 hours as soon as yeah. as soon as those me, me and Bob had several combos were here about about how you 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 gotta you gotta you gotta hit the money. You gotta yeah. make them but the only thing yeah. that they respect is money. That's it. it. Money yeah, and he, violence. He, he was talking he was money talking talk. big boy noise for years. Like mm-hmm. I'll never change it. I got too much money. And then Nike said, you know what? Man, take that off our site, man. Yeah, big bank take little bank every Look, time, yo. FedEx said, you know what? We we still got this for got the naming rights for a couple. Of, man, run us our bread back, man. And matter of huh? fact, I'm on the I'm on the border uh, of uh, members on yo yo run me like. And he was like, oh, yeah, it got real. <laughs> yeah, how, like how did that feel as a fan seeing that happen in real I time? I mean, honestly, we're fans, but again, we real people, man. And uh, and we was with it. I mean, yeah. most of the fans was like, hey, that's the price you pay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You got some funny stuff going on with with the charges and all the the, the sexual assault stuff going on, and, and just 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 we just been struggling, and and we've been so supportive through the struggle, bro. Anybody that's noticed, like 49er fans, I know they can like you 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 were there through the struggle, so right. yeah. you got to do your part. You got to come up out of this thing, and and when you see it getting worse and worse, you got to keep it real and just be like, you know what, you deserve that smack on the hand, man. Like, yeah, you got to get right. It got to get right, and it got to. And I, I think the culture we got in there right now, I think it's turning. Um, definitely not doing those Super Bowl predictions because we ain't got no offense. But I just feel like, um, you know, we making strides, man. You the know, defense is right though. Oh, facts. I, I love. I love. I don't know. <laughs> that front four. Like, like I talked to. Ch- I don't want to put the personals out there, but I talked to someone on the team. Yeah. That um, <laughs> and they were saying Kerrigan was throwing shade to the young boy, and I'm okay. like, they could be. They could work yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. That could be the yeah. work. I, I know yeah. it's all about him and Sweat right now, but Kerrigan is the OG. He still yeah. can get around that corner. He still but, can get around, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how long we're gonna have Kerrigan, but I mean, I, I just feel like, man, the defense is there. We could always take some more pieces, but we got to get this offense together. We got to get this quarterback situation together. So I, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, there's gonna had, be a couple of them out there. Had, had you had yeah. you had you envisioned? Because you know, dude, like Haskins is a local guy. Like he had three just oh. stellar years in, in high school. His mom does my mom my aunt's taxes, man. Like he's, okay, he, like she's tied in. Like he's, yeah. he's he's really local kid. Like yeah. like Chase. Like yeah, he's really like 
he gotta he gotta use better judgment, fam. Like, so so when you so when you saw that happening, and then especially now with all the restrictions and stuff, it was like the first time it was like, all right, he's moving a little funny. All right, fine. Right. And then the right. second and the third time, it's like, oh man, he got it. Did you did you really think they was gonna cut him? I ain't gonna lie. I didn't think because I just know Alex looks so good, but Alex just scared me. Like oh yeah, that yeah. leg, like, like yeah. the leg is always gonna scare me. So I know you can't put all your eggs in Alex's back. You know what I'm saying? It, it just right. can't be all. It can't be all out 100 Alex. Um, so I always thought he would be. He could work as a. And he could, he would he he wouldn't start, but you could tell he's not. He wasn't reading. It. He wasn't. He didn't have a playbook down. I mean, it's just everything that we've seen over the years that happened yeah. to quarterbacks that get comfortable. Like in the offseason, he's working out with with uh, Antonio Brown, and he, you know he got the Jordan cleats and, and he's mm-hmm. styling, and he down in Florida, he's working out with all that with with Michael Thomas, and I'm like, that looks good. Mm-hmm. But you kind of could have took that time to be learning the playbook. You could you could have you know, been locked in with Terry. And yeah. Yes. Like yeah, with your you with your receivers. Look, and you, you got down. you got how many Sims y'all got on the team? Like, seems like y'all got like four <laughs> different Sims that play wide receivers. The Sims. Like, the Sims. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. like, how can Alex be out so long and come right back and get right to work? Like, yeah. I mean, he he deserves. I mean, he got to give that guy some credit. Man. Oh yeah, like, yeah. It yeah, takes. Man. That's a different, that's a different kind of dude. No, nah, the, the, the comeback player of the year award it oh, has, yes, to, has to be the. Yeah, they, they might. Have, yeah, yo, I'm about to say yeah, they might have to name it up because I saw that. I saw that that special they did, and oh I was like, oh, God. bro, they yeah. ran that special like all day one day, man, and mm-hmm. we just watched it, and I just was like, look at his leg, and right. he wants to play again. He's he's paid yeah. like yeah. Right, he does yeah. not need the money, bro. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd have been in somebody's uh, booth, uh, direct, yeah. you know, you know. But again, down, please. but again, that's what you're saying. When you see, when you see, you know, a Shannon Briggs, you see a Alex Smith. Let me get up, yeah. man. Let, let me. Yeah. They, they different. That's what. That's why they do what they do. That's why. That's why they get paid what they get paid because that's you right. gotta have that kind of mentality. Because yo, man, if I hit my shin on the steps, I'm done, <laughs> bro. If, no, I yo. Toe, if I if I hit my toe on the bed, bro, it's a wrap. Yo, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm shutting down. it down. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. shutting it down. Hey. I ain't gonna be anything, <laughs> yo. So yeah, bro. So I mean, I just think um, <laughs> if we can, if we can holler at Watson, man, that mm. would be dope. Hey man, hey man, still over there, man. It's still over there, still over there, man. I, we need that. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? Here, I'm, I'm hearing Stafford, and I don't like it, but yeah, Staff, Stafford is a funny mix. I think there's only a couple situations where I think he would really flourish, and right. none of them involve him playing outside. Right, I, <laughs> I, think, I think he can work with us, but the the one yeah. I see we when we talked about it, the Colts actually makes the most sense for him, and yeah. and, and then New Orleans, I, I, New Orleans, New Orleans. Could y'all yeah. see watching in New Orleans? I could. I, I, but don't, I, I don't want to see that because I, I, yeah. I could, but it's like man, I, I just don't. I don't trust what's going on in Houston for them to be able to even get this done I, I feel like it still extends through uh the draft he's gonna have to he might have to hold out he, he's gonna have to force their hand you know they're, See, they're not they gonna, don't do it during the draft because you waste an opportunity because you, you can get it. picks right you now picks yeah i agree yeah. I, I, I agree i see i see them fumbling the bag uh so to speak it, it's what. really on him though if he <laughs> if he if he lays down the content like yo there's nothing you can say or do you can't yeah. there's nobody you can hire that's gonna make me come right. back 
Like, he just forced their hand. Man, that's tough. Yeah, how, how do y'all think? How, do y'all think um, my man up in Pittsburgh can get Haskins right, the coach? No, I don't Omni? think so, man. Yeah. I, now, I, and that's not and that's not a shot at Haskins. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he's the I don't think he's the quarterback whisperer. Like, yeah, you, yeah, you somebody that's 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 like that's what they do. Like, right, like, like hold up. How do y'all feel about? I mean, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going nowhere, but I've heard rumors like y'all have. If it was to happen. Aaron Rodgers in Pittsburgh? What's up? I mean, Aaron Rodgers could go anywhere. Him, going. him anywhere. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that they're going I'm to rolling. the Super Bowl. Yeah, him yeah, anywhere. Like, like, but I, I think, I think, I think he stays. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, y'all had Josh. Seventeen years late. Yeah, we y'all had Josh. Yeah, man, we we we, we took Alex. I, oh man, I don't even want to talk about it. Hang out. I, 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 I was actually, I was actually in Maryland. And watching that draft, like oh, looking really? at it, like <laughs> he was in the green room with him waiting. Okay, <laughs> I gotta ask you though, man. Jennifer King has just been announced as the uh, assistant running backs coach for your football team. Uh, she's the first uh, black um, female assistant coach uh, at this wow. level of the NFL, and that's dope. We're at a we're at a point now where the the um, the hiring process has been under a microscope more than it's ever been. Yeah. Uh, there's there's literally Tomlin, you know, and when you talk about black coaches, there's Tomlin, um, you know, Rivera, who who right. you would consider to be you know a, a Latin right. guy, but you know we're at a time now where Black Lives Matter, you know, the plaza still is, <laughs> you know, that's right. still a thing, but it's like we don't want to take that um, for people to take it lightly for us to get back and lose this traction uh i guess the yeah. last thing we kind of want to talk to you about is what is what is it going to take for us to to still keep the keep the pressure applied and for us to to for do our next. things on our part yeah to, to make no sure question don't question it and we're um i think just like anything we gotta appoint some kind of leadership and we gotta we gotta plan man like um ice cube pissed me the fuck off um like he pissed me <laughs> off bro like so we're like like i'm i'm all in on ice cube like for my life like from music to how he moves around to his business i mean um my girl's dad was one of the assistant coaches in the big three um yeah he was t- he was tiny archibald's assistant coach on the big three ah, nice. okay so i met so ice cube is like like i just love with i just love how he moves with the culture but he pissed me off with how he was moving with this Trump thing. Yeah. And for him to actually even believe that Trump would even remotely give him any kind of demands. What has he shown you? But we're not even going to get on that. But I just think we need to um, appoint some leadership and just plan, man. Because that's one thing that we lose with them people, man. Them, them politicians, they got teams, man. And they got people that are dedicated to right. beat this kind of stuff and, and to get ahead of this stuff and meet this stuff years ahead so that when things come up they have everything lined up and they're ready and i think that's something that we lack i think the attention is good i think drawing the awareness is good but i just feel like we still need someone and this is hard for us i know i know y'all know this it's hard for us to appoint one leader or a panel that we can we traumatize man right like we don't trust anybody so um if we can get to that point i think that will help us but just get more educated um get our youth more educated because we're going to need their creative minds um 
we just got to get right, man. We just got to go a little harder with, edu- with with the education and knowing politics and knowing laws and, and being up on our stuff, man. And I see some people. I see Derek Grace. I see, uh, man, it's like three or four of them, bro. I can't yeah. get them all offhand, but y'all know the crew I'm talking about. No, Der- um, Derek Grace definitely. I, I feel like he, um, Killer Mike too is, yeah. is in that mix yeah. of like not not only educating but also getting you to just change your thinking and letting yeah. you know that like we. We have to put value in some things that we normally yeah. didn't put value Challenging in status quo in, in the, yeah. the norms of yeah. society. Yeah. Shout out to Greenwood Bank, too. That's his bank. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm on so the waiting list to get an account. Yeah. Man, we've all been on the waiting list. Yeah. We're all on the waiting list. Yeah. <laughs> Which is dope, yeah. though, man. I, we, we need to see more of that because, yeah. again, you know, don't nothing move uh, without the money. Yeah, proud of <laughs> Facts. That's it. Um, but yeah, man, once again, ladies and gentlemen, filling our art of heat holders, this is tissue in the tape. This is man. our brother, Killer Cow. Yeah, we had a, a great conversation with you, and we're hoping man. that we could do this again, obviously. Man. The, man. Circumstances, <laughs> the circumstances are what we want them to be, but we know that you're going to be active again and you know out there. One last thing that I, that I need to know, though. Talk to me. In a regular year, man, how many you talked about performing three and four times a week in a regular year, man, how many how many shows do you have you done or like what's your record for shows in a year? Man, um well I would say I can't I, I know a record for a month. It was a month in June of twenty nineteen that I did twenty two shows in twenty six days. That was a record um for me personally. But I know since 2005, I performed three to four nights a week, every week until the pandemic. So the pandemic is the only thing that stopped GoGo. So think about that. If I, yeah. I, I'll, try, I'll try to do the math later. If y'all yeah. are listening, that'll be y'all homework for people that's listening. <laughs> um, if, I, if I did since 2005, if I've done three to four shows a week since 2005, that's 15 years. Um, Y'all let me know. You know, y'all let me know what that is. And, and that's work, yeah. man. That's work, bro. That's that work. Is, that is and, work. On, and on that note, let's go, champ. Let's go, champ. <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. It's Once dope, again, man, man, we we uh we appreciate you, brother. Uh right. we're gonna have you on the show again. And you know okay. what? I don't know how the schedules would align. If if we can get you and Silas. Ooh. at the same time. I don't know. I don't know. I look, I look, yeah. I know we're gonna make you know, it work. We can make it work, yeah. man. Uh, again, man, you are two, you guys, again, man, fulfilling out. We've talked about this before we had a show, man. You guys left a lasting impression on us as far as mutual, bro. Meeting brothers that we just, you know, just just want to see win and that we know yeah. that we are better for knowing you. And definitely, bro. Um, you know, just appreciate you. And uh, man, we, we're just going to leave it like that, man. Phil Matic, anything else you got for the brother Killer Cow? You know, man, just thank you for emceeing, man. Uh, man. This is much appreciated, man. Uh, just no, thank you no. for being the stand-up dude always. Uh, you uh, when when they talk about uh, HBCU alumni, I mean, they got they got they got to put you on that on that. Uh, no, no. They got to put you on that that upper upper echelon. You know what I mean, thank you, you, bro. You represent us well, man. Thank so, you, y'all too, man. And I know y'all give me my kudos, man. But it's only right for me to give it back, man. I've watched both of y'all over the years, man. Like, I'm talking about just starting out to like, man, they got something dope going on to now. It's like, y'all are so, y'all are so, la- it's like, y'all don't see yourselves, right? Y'all oh, are man. so laid back and y'all are so comfortable with this. Like, 
it's on a professional level. It's definitely on a P level. Um, y'all got my full support, man. Anything I can do. I definitely, um, my girl does, is, has a boutique, wearable art boutique. I'm going to send y'all some t-shirts um, with y'all logo sure. on them. Um, oh, personalized sure. for me as a wow. gift. No, it's nothing as a gift. Wow. Um, yeah. I'm going to try to get y'all, some, get y'all some lids too. We got some hats too. Um, oh, yeah. You know, maybe some tissue in the tape hats. But um, that's just me as oh, a marketer. And, and I just love y'all. Y'all my brothers, man. And I'm glad we made this happen. To everybody yeah, that's listening, please support this show. My brothers got some great content. They know their stuff. It's stamped. It's no foo-foo. Everything checks out with them. You know what I'm saying? And I can stamp that. And, and, and DMV is behind that if I'm behind that. So let's do it. it is, man. Salute, man. Not, not, nothing but nothing but thanks, man. We we appreciate you. You see, and, and that that's... That's what it is, man. Uh, I, don't, I don't have nothing else to say, but man, you yeah. know what we do, man. We work for the money, but we live for the love, and we right. die for what we believe in. This yeah. is the unit tape, and if you don't do nothing in your life, please respect Heat Holders. Yes, it's a matter of respect. All day. They do hip hop better than you. Oh, this is Tissy in the tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. Yeah, yeah. It's that music you take a flight with. Fly. It's that dullest and four in the morning shit. Straight to LAX. Miami. Discussions about my lifestyle I toned it down Cause previously it was quite wild Ain't too many artists this versatile Eight shows in five days A nigga smile On this journey a lot of gems I took Independent and still pushing they shook Yeah, the industry say I'm overlooked Looking at my calendar more like overbooked An educated nigga brought up in the streets That combination is what make me complete I ain't here to critique Photographers would love to catch her. Low key but high key, your favorite rapper. I hear comparisons and straight from laughter. My life is an open book, you should read some chapters. My accountants say I'm frivolous with what I'm spinning. Spin a grip out in Cabo on some bartending. Social media be lit, you know I stay trending. A thousand likes is equivalent to a happy ending. I'm really trying to build and connect with my people. Not let all this attention embark on my ego. In my camp, ain't no rank, we all treated equal. My life is like a movie, no plans for a sequel. We be seeing how niggas moving. You gotta get your camp together, man. You gotta take care of your team. It's rule number one in the game. Yeah. Everybody watching how you move. Gotta make the right moves. Connections from Hollywood to any hood If you don't know me by now, my nigga, you should The music touching places never thought it could Taking bookings overseas, deposit receipts Features through the roof, checking emails for weeks Producers sending me them beats My calendar say work, body saying sleep You rocking with the kill, yeah, turn it up We been cooling, you really never know who with us No need for a rush, no need for a move they look to kill a cow and they see what to do In the era of fast living and mass terror Rappers dress
Dressing in bridal gowns and mascara Yeah, I can only be who I'ma be Let the roof back and ride the beat Cool nigga shit I'm gone.